Welcome to the My Fence Life bonus podcast series, Ask Me About My Day, where you can eavesdrop on phone conversations between Dan, industry leaders, and fencers from around the country to find out about their day. You can be, oh, I stain all day. I didn't paint these nails. I was like, all right, let me see your toenails. He showed me his toenails, and I'm like, are you staining in flip-flops, buddy? Hello, this is Justin with Making All Things New. How can I help you? Hey, Justin, Dan Blanc, Fence King, My Fence Life host. And hey, all. how are you doing? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good, bro. Um, I need your help, man. I got a question. Oh, shoot away. I'm here to answer. Um, so, in all honesty, I got to be real with you. I call Kenny Dugan, a.k.a. the Stain Man of uh, Texas. Yeah. And he sent me the voicemail, bro. I'm like, what? Uh, yeah, so I called Caleb or texted Caleb. I'm like, hey, I can't get Kenny on the phone. You got time? He's like, I'm busy. And he shot me your number, so I hope that's okay. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. What can I help you with? Well, I'm a little nervous about these swimming pools, bro. We new to this whole staining game. And, you know, I make my guys do morning, midday, end of day videos and I'm kind of like, hey, you need to wrap that up. And then I got my son Dylan go, no, you don't need to wrap it. And then I'm like, well, that's the whole reason why you're here, Dylan, because I didn't wrap it, you know. And <laughs> you know, so, um, and so we're going back and forth, and um, we got a job coming up with a pretty nice pool. So I'm a little, I'm a little nervous about it, man. So I got some questions. Sure. Yeah. Fire away. So, <clears throat> Kenny said that he throws some type of solution into the pool mm-hmm. and it causes all the the oil from the stain to coagulate. Is that the right word? Did I say that right? Because I'm horrible uh, with that kind of stuff. I am not sure. I'm not going to even try to attempt that. It's I'll, what, I'll, I'll say you said it correct. Whatever blood does, right? And sure. it all goes down to the bottom of the pool. And when they clean their pool, sucks it all up okay does that sound right uh i'm gonna say it's probably right another thing you could try to do is throw in some uh just some regular green whatever color tennis balls the fuzzier the better Uh um you know if you're if you're putting plastic over the pool and then throw those tennis balls in there in case you get some oil in there those tennis balls will tend to uh, collect that oil for you so uh, just one tool in the toolbox. All right. So you're telling me cover the pool with plastic, right? Cover the pool with plastic. Yep. And then uh, I typically throw a couple of, well, a couple, I throw a handful of tennis balls in there. And what they do as they're floating around, they're basically gathering up any oil that might seep in there, any stain. Yeah, because, you know, my concern is when I'm pulling this plastic off the top of this pool, Mm-hmm. I'm just going to dump the stain right on in there. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I, I, I hear you. So I'm just nervous, man. I just, you know, I can see I'm making some money staining, and everything I made in staining goes to me replastering some Karen's pool, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So my butt's over here, you know, sewing buttonholes. 
And, <laughs> you know, I'm just like, Jesus Christ. And Kenny's sending you the voicemail. Yeah. And, and then I got, you know, I got doing, oh, we sold another stain job. My first question, did it have a pool? <laughs> <laughs> you know? Um, so, uh, you know, do, do does the neighbor's driveway go up alongside the fence? <laughs> you know, those are the questions I'm asking. <laughs> I'm just nervous, man. And um, yeah, Dan's like, oh, it's not a big deal. But, you know, you know, he's 27 or 28. I don't know how old he is now. I can't keep up with all these kids. And, uh, you know, he's kind of got this, eh, you know, it's not a big deal. You know, if we get it on somebody's car, we'll just clean it off. And, I mean, he's not like that. But you know what I'm saying. He's, he's young. Yeah. He's yeah. young. He he's young and he's fearless. Yeah. Well, not only is he fearless, he doesn't have the time and energy into this business that I took to build it. So mm-hmm. I look at it a little differently, you know? Yeah. But yeah. I need the way he looks at things because he's caused me to get out of my comfort zone and do things. But I just sure. want to make sure that we're not being, you know, negligent. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think if you do the pool covering, uh, like you're talking about, and if you if you correctly or if you do your due diligence of covering up that pool adequately with some plastic and then, uh, like, I, I, I'm not sure what the solution is that Kenny is talking about, but I'm sure he's absolutely correct with that solution. Um, and, and our experience throwing a few tennis balls in there to help collect anything that's in there, it also gives the customer peace of mind that you're going above and beyond just, you know, hoping nothing gets in there. My luck, we throw some damn tennis balls in there and the dog comes bolting out the back door, jumps in the goddamn pool, grabs a oh, tennis geez. ball and all the stains on him. Just like, those, those, see, those are the kind of things I worry about. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it'd be funny if he jumped in there and yelled, woo, like yeah. Matt Warner. <laughs> yeah, really. So, um, so now I guess my next question would be because I've been online trying to find some plastic to cover the pool. Yeah. And that shit ain't cheap. No, no. And when you got some boneheads out there, I'm not saying all my guys are boneheads, but let me rephrase that. When you have someone out on a project who doesn't own the company, you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't care who the employee is. They're all, or team member, whatever damn word you want to use. Um, they're, they don't, they don't care as much as you and I care. It's our business. Sure. So, sure. you know, I'm looking at this this Bisqueen. And I'm like, Jesus, I'm gonna put three hundred dollars worth of Bisqueen on a job, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and some people might say, well, you know, you got a three hundred dollar nail gun in your hand. Well, that's a little different. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that Bisqueen can get damaged real quick, and it only gets used yep. on one job. So, what are you, what are you using? Where are you buying this stuff at? Uh, so the plastic that we buy, um, we get from Sherwin Williams, um, and we've, uh, we have a rep that basically sits down with us or with me, I say us thinking like of a company, but he sits down with me and we basically go over pricing and, uh, I bring what I think is a fair price to the table. And then we kind of negotiate back and forth to see where we, we sit as far as at the end of the day what we agree on. And so our plastic tends to be a little cheaper than if you were to go uh, just pull up at a, at a store and say, Hey, I need 300 feet of plastic. Um, so that that's kind of what we've done. We 
just pre-negotiated with Sherwin Williams on some pricing on plastic tape, things that we typically use a lot of during the year. Okay. Because you're doing more than just staining fences. So you're buying from Sharon Williams paint and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. Yeah. So like um, our season here in Nebraska, because we're in the Midwest is typically six to eight months sometimes. And so in the off season, we do a lot of interior painting. That's why you, so, that's why you're called yeah. making all things new. Yeah, yeah. The only thing we haven't figured out to make new yet is that grouchy wife that the husband keeps asking us about. We're not able to make her new yet. Dude, I got two X's. I got two of those. (laughs) And I got I got one at home right now that's pissed off because we were supposed to record this call an hour ago. So (laughs) So really I got three. (laughs) (laughs) One on the way, right? Yeah, really. I tell Pepper all the time, I'm like, You're my future ex girlfriend. You know? <laughs> People are like, who's this? Oh, that's my future ex girlfriend, Pepper. <laughs> and she just looks at me. But um yeah. but anyway, so what my next question is, what size uh plastic are you buying to cover these pools? Because uh, so yeah, you know, I, I'm looking on Amazon and I'm like, all right, I'm looking at a fifty by you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to cover mm-hmm. pool and deck and everything. Yeah. And, the, and they, they want, you know, $700. I'm like, holy shit, you know? Well, yeah. So, like, um, and, and I'm just speaking for myself, right? So we buy uh, we buy one mil is the, the thickness of the plastic, and we buy it in 300-foot rolls. And by the time you roll it out, um, I'm trying to remember what it is. I think it's 300 by 20. Okay. It might be a little smaller. And so we we roll it out just like it's uh I, I tell my guys it's it's just like rolling out ceram wrap. You you roll it out the distance you want it, you cut it, you unfold it down because it comes folded up. Uh you tape one end down, unfold it like it's wrapping paper, uh tape it down, go back to the start where you want to re restart your plastic and roll that plastic out again. And so we typically will roll out uh, two to three lines where the pool is going to be, and we just basically cover up that pool with um, three large sheets of plastic. That's about one mil okay. in thickness. Like it's that. thick enough to where it's not going to be too heavy to fall completely into the water, but it's uh, thick enough to keep any oil out if we have to roll it back out. And, and if you're spraying, you're not going to accumulate, you know, like a bucket worth of of stain on there. No, um, no. So it's not like you're, you know, when, when you're getting that plastic out of the pool, obviously, you know, everybody wants to be cautious because uh, you don't want the plastic to fall in there with whatever residues on there. But um, that one mill typically works fairly decent. Okay. So this 300 foot roll, if you're rolling 50, hundred, so you use half a roll on a job on just on a swimming pool. Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. And in, in all honesty, the customer's paying for it. Yeah, um, no, I understand. You know, so, yeah. I so, understand. I mean, and yeah, it's as a fence builder, I'm sure you've you've experienced this. But if you know, a lot of guys won't include that plastic, and then like you mentioned, hey man, that's that's seven hundred dollars worth of plastic that we did not account for. Mm-hmm. And so, if if you're pricing. If you're pricing everything correctly and you're taking into account seven hundred dollars for plastic, let's just say, um, you know, 
50 bucks for tape if you're going to use whatever amount of tape and then you turn that over into your estimate uh if your job was 35 it's now going to be 42 or it should at least be 42 to cover i know plastic man. the what ifs the tape all the prep all that good stuff so we've been jobs now and i don't know exactly how much dylan has figured in there for that kind of stuff but mm-hmm. people are like, oh, i didn't realize it was that much to stay in my fence yeah you know so yeah man i'm kind of like uh <laughs> yeah there know. there's there's a lot that goes into it that uh is behind the scenes expenses that um i made that mistake you know up until a few years ago where uh you know you just get in the heat of things let's go knock jobs out get supplies and then at the end of the month when you look at your your income and then you look at your takeaways with expenses from materials. You're like, holy crap, we didn't make any money. Yeah, all, all we did was, we're not accounting for it. Yeah, all we did was pay each other. You got paid, and I yeah, got paid. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, well, and, and then Sherwin gets paid because they love to sell you that stuff, and they're not wondering if you accounted for that expense or not. <laughs> they just want their money at the end of the month. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that's what I needed to know, man. That, that helps me out a lot. It helps me out. Oh, a lot. I appreciate it. I really, I really, man. I see you on. I see you all over on Facebook posting stuff. And apparently, because I like your stuff, every time you post, I get a Justin Menendez posted, and and I <laughs> click on it, and and I always click on it because you, I like some of the stuff that you do. It's really cool, you know. Oh, I appreciate it. I think we need to get you on the show, man. Well, I'll tell you what, if I can hear the intro that you have on there, I would be more than willing to just come on your show just to hear that. <laughs> I catch a little slow. Not anymore. I'm not catching any slack anymore. I had uh, Joe Everest get his feelings hurt a little bit because he thought I was talking about <laughs> he, 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 it. Was, it was all kind of a, a joke, but he's like, man, so about this new intro. And I was like, yeah, what about it? <laughs> you know, and he's like, so um, who's got their st- stick up their ass? And I'm like, I, mean, I, I don't I don't know, Joe. Like, you, you tell me, you know. Oh, and uh, so anyway, we're we're all good friends. We clown with each other because I give Dan Wheeler a hard time. Yeah. But, <laughs> but, Mr. Crayon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, so the intro has been a good thing for us, man. We get – I get people – that introduce people to the podcast just because mm-hmm. of the intro. I mean, you yeah, got to hear this yeah. intro. So I was talking <laughs> to um, I was talking to a guy a couple days ago. He listens to the show constantly, and he's like, "Hey, man, I got my uh, you know I got a friend of mine," and I'm like, "Man, you got to check out this intro." I played the intro for him. He hit me up a few days later and was like, "Hey, what was that podcast?" and <laughs> He goes, I want to play that intro for a friend of mine. And then he talked to him. He's like, man, I listen to it all the time now. And I don't, I'm not even in the fencing world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you yeah. Know? So, yeah. I get a hoot every time I listen to it. Yeah. It's good. It stuff. just gets you. It's, it, it's like, uh, it's like that, that pump up music when you go to the gym, you know, you just, you hear it and you're like, all right, let's go. Yeah. Let's throw some weight around. <laughs> um, well, look, man, Caleb has been on me. He hasn't been on the show probably in about, I don't know, three, four weeks. So he's kind of been on me to get on, man. Maybe maybe we should do a little uh, 
a trio with me, you, and him. Um, I got somebody this week. You think maybe next Wednesday, the fourteenth, you'd be available? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It'd be a pleasure. Okay, all right. Let me um, let me get with Caleb. I'll start a little three way text. I'll shoot. I'll shoot y'all text. See if we can coordinate. I'm gonna need though your email address, and I'm gonna need you to write a little short bio of who you are. You know, why you are where you are, what you've done to get there. You know, married, 45 kids. I'm in Nebraska. Yeah. <laughs> we spend four months of the year inside because it's snowing kind of shit, you know. Yeah. That's yeah. why I got all these kids, yada, 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 you know. I yeah. used to work we don't at have snow. TV here. Yeah. Yeah, we don't have TV. I used to work at a snowball stand. Yeah. You know, <laughs> you know all, that, all that crap, you know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Shoot that. I'll, I'll shoot that over to you in a text. Shoot that to me in an email so I can get all that work together so we can introduce the world to the behind the scenes of Justin Magnesium. We'll just call you. Magnesium. There you, yeah. go. there you go. That's better than mayonnaise. How do you say your last name? <laughs> uh, Menezes. 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 Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Replace. I, I've been told that if you replace the an S with a Z, it tends to be a little easier, but uh, I don't know. Yeah. I'm horrible with last names, so I, I never get offended or you know discouraged when someone screws my name up. So I'm I'm good with whatever you call me. I got you. Um, yeah, yeah. So I see all over Facebook. I think people need to know. Hey, where did this guy come from? What was he doing before he was standing? Has he always been yeah. standing? You know. Yeah. So, no, I appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah, Dan Will. I think he got into uh, standing just because. Um, he was painting his fingernails, and now he's got an excuse. <laughs> he can be, oh, I stain all day. I didn't paint these nails, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I heard through the grapevine that uh, he had his girlfriend painting his toenails, and he didn't like how well she did it, so he started getting into it himself. Well, that's what happened, man. I uh, yeah. he told me that whole. Oh no, no, I stained fences. That's why my I got stuff on my nails. I was like, all right, let me see yeah. your toenails. Yeah, like, yeah. He showed me his toenails, and I'm like, "Are you standing in flip flops, buddy?" Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. He for <laughs> I, I don't say this with any kind of male attraction, but he does have some of the prettiest toenails that you could find, probably in the fence building business. <laughs> Man, he's going to be listening to this, and I can hear him right now. Damn blah, damn blah. He always says my. He always says my last name. He never just says dad. Damn blah. <laughs> All right, man. Well, look, I'm, we need to start sending him uh, crayons and razors so he can shave those hairy-ass toes. Oh, good <laughs> toes. All right, man. Look, thank you, for the, uh, thank you for the heads up and the advice. Yeah. And I'm going to yeah. get with Kenny and find out what that solution is that he uses. And when, yeah. when yeah. I have you on the show in a couple of weeks, we'll, um, we'll put that piece of information out so people will know, hey, throw this in, in swimming pools, you know? Sure. Yeah, no, I, I need to remember what that stuff is so I can I can have it in my toolbox. Yeah. All right, man, I appreciate your time. Go spend time with your family, and uh, I'll catch up with you in the next couple yep. weeks. Okay? Yeah, you too. Yep, get home before your, your wife doesn't let you back in. Yeah. All right, man, you have a good one. All right, take care. All right, bye. You've been listening to My Fence Life. Yes, we like to have fun. Beer, bourbon, and business. And although we have fun, 
we take our business very seriously. Dan Blanc is known as the Fence King, and he's been providing high-quality fence solutions since 1999. He's connected to industry leaders, business leaders, financing experts, and marketing gurus that will be on the show to talk about their success stories. To find out more about us, hit the website at myfencelife.com. Listen to the show wherever you consume your content. We are everywhere. Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcast. See you next time on My Fence Life.